Hello, this is Emmanuel Ogbonaya. We're still studying the significance or the meaning of water baptism to the believer in Christ Jesus. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 to 2. I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above. For that's where Christ sits, enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. This scripture is challenging us to think like people who have actually experienced resurrection life because we actually have. We did through baptism. We are asked to fix our thoughts on and to develop an appetite for things above, heavenly realities, not on things on this earth. Having experienced water baptism, we should have an undying appetite in our souls for a strong manifestation of the presence of God, for back-to-back -back victories, for abundant prosperity, and for overflowing joy in our lives. These are the realities that obtain where Christ is currently seated right now. Another significance of water baptism is what Peter the Apostle calls a clear conscience. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 20 to 21, I'm reading out of the Amplified Classic. It says, The souls of those who long before in the days of Noah had been disobedient, when God's patience waited, during the building of the ark in which a few people, actually eight in number, were saved through water. And baptism, which is a figure for our deliverance, does now also save you from inward questionings and fears, not by the removing of outward body filth, bathing, but by providing you with the answer of a good and clear conscience, inward cleanness and peace before God, because you are demonstrating what you believe to be yours through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We see from this scripture, simply put, that as a result of baptism, there is a peace that floods our heart. It's called having a clear conscience. Remember that Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 14 says it's the blood of Jesus that cleanses and purifies our conscience. What we do in water baptism is that we use our actions to announce that the blood Jesus shed was shed for us. Yet another significance of water baptism is that Romans chapter 6 shows us the elimination of the old man or the old self that was ruled and dominated by sin. It helps us appreciate the truth of our freedom from whatever bondage that old man was under. In Romans chapter 6 from verse 6 to 8, reading out of the Passion Translation, it says, Could it be any clearer that our former identity is now and forever deprived of its power? For we were co-crucified with him to dismantle the stronghold of sin within us, so that we will not continue to live one moment longer submitted to sin's power. Verse 7. Obviously, a dead person is incapable of sinning. And if we were co-crucified with the Anointed One, we know that we will also share in the fullness of His life. In the last conversation, we saw that we were co-buried and co-resurrected with Christ. This scripture here adds another expression, co-crucified. The reason why you seize your breath momentarily as you are lowered into the water to be baptized is to identify with Jesus' death. Through water baptism, the believer dies, the believer is buried, and the believer is raised back to life. When we are baptized, what we are saying is that we receive the death, the burial, and the resurrection that Jesus did in our name. Romans chapter 6 and verse 7 clearly shows us that the person who has died has been set free from the control and the dominion of sin. 
the authority we have to refuse the dictates and the orders of sin, but instead to yield to the vibes of the new life of righteousness we have in Christ, comes from this realization. We know that the one who was enslaved to sin died with Christ. This person living now is a free man. We lay hold on these truths and constantly we use them to refresh our thinking. You know, in connection to this, another truth we draw from our water baptism is our victory over the devil. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 4 and Colossians chapter 2 and verse 12, we see that we were buried with Christ through baptism. When Christ was raised back to life after being buried, that resurrection spoke volumes. Jesus carried all our sins in his body as he was dying, such that God the Father turned away and forsook him when he hung on the cross. But in the realm of the dead, having satisfied the impartial demands of eternal justice, Jesus was declared not guilty and he was raised by the glory of the Father. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 13 says that God brought us back to life with him after he forgave us all our trespasses. So we know that the death and momentary separation of Jesus from his Father took care of the sin question forever. Not only did Jesus take away anything that could have stood between us and God, Colossians chapter 2 verse 14 to 15 tells us that he wrecked the devil and his teammates. When Jesus rose, he rose as a champion. This is our story. His victory is our victory. This is what we demonstrate belongs to us when we are baptized in water.